This is a Fubar Radio podcast. You can subscribe to the app on Apple and Android. Visit foobarradio.com for more details. Sarah Hugh and Doc Two on Fubar Radio. What, 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 what? You're tuned into Foo Bar. <laughs> the sounds of Sarah Hugh and Doc is actually here. Hey! Actually, it's genuinely the Sarah Hugh and Doc 2 yeah. show. Yeah. Wow. Hey, listen, you need to speak time. into the mi- microphone. <laughs> <laughs> You've been away so long, you've forgotten the protocol. You know the logo at the front. Speak into the logo at the front. Yeah, I'll do that. Yes, okay, that Poor sounds dog. much better. Poor dog. It's been a while. You spent too much time chilling on beaches in tropical places. It's been a Hollywood life for the past two months, you know? <laughs> Basically. Actually, uh, we did have a bit of a theory because the last time we spoke mm. to you on the show, Doc, you said, oh, yeah, I'm in my trailer, I'm on set. And we all thought, hang on, maybe times are just a bit tough and he's actually <laughs> living in a trailer just and he's just trying to keep up the pretense of everything's yeah. fine. So what I've has it been? these little backdrops that I yeah. can use for the Instagram shots, you know? Like, <laughs> stick a new one up, take a picture of myself. But give it, out there. What's been, where have you been? Because you were working. Uh, yeah, no, I was, I, was working, I was working. I was up in Manchester. You still and, need to speak Hereford. into the front of the mic, don't Oh, yeah? Is yeah. it still not the front? I, Jeez, think, I, I, think, I feel like yeah. a guest. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was, yeah, Manchester and Hereford. Okay, and then when I finished, old. I flew out literally the next day after rapping to, um, to Barbados and spent like a couple of weeks there and sitting on beaches, mm. drinking Banks beer. What were you filming? It's got to be done. Yeah, it was like a, like a three-part kind of chiller Ooh, for ITV on call. Right. And you say it's coming out in September. Yeah. Yeah, man. So you cool. know you're going to keep us posted to that. I can't oh, wait yeah, to of see course, your... Oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Your thespian skills. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I, have, I have the chops. I have the chops. Yeah, well, it's good to have you back, man. I, Listen, seriously, like, how, it's how been many, too long. I've been doing this show for, what, four, four been, months or something we now? We started maybe in February. Done, I think we've done five shows yeah, together. Actually, maybe it was January. It was late January, mm. and I don't know how many shows we've done together, but it's, it's a handful. It's a handful. You could count them on one hand. Yeah, yeah definitely. Who's, who's going to be away next? Um, uh, possibly, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm it's trying to maneuver really. things, so yeah. But I'm I'm not missing any shows. But I'm I'm doing my my best. What's B- Barbados saying though? I've never Barbados, made it to Barbados is a tiny, tiny, tiny island with like 280,000 people on it, who all sound like they're from Somerset. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Yeah, you you right, we. You ain't boy. I love, <laughs> I love the accent. Yeah, so I've been I was spending most of the week listening to this song called "Go Down." <laughs> um, by a guy called Lil Rick, uh, who's kind of a rapper out there. And it's like a soca tune, you know? Soca, but when soca. he starts rapping, soca, it, soca. honestly, who taught you to win like that? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> we like, got, we got to get it up get on the show. Down. It's superb. Yeah, man. Who told you you could win like that? Ah, <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I love what it. A, no, what a place. What a place. It was, it, was, it was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. You know, white, white sand, you know, coral reefs. Cold beers. Mm, okay, enough of that yeah. because it's like hurricane season outside right now. Yeah, yeah. but you know what? I heard that we we're going to have a crazy heat wave at the end of the week. I'm not sure. Like, they keep going <laughs> Listen, back and forth. How many times do you hear that? And then they it's like, going, yeah, well, that's this heat wave saying. was like 15 degrees. Because <laughs> yeah, I said it was going to be the, the hottest June like since 1910. It's going to be like a big heat wave coming through, and then they change it like yesterday. Like, oh, actually, it's going to be gale force winds now. Be, yeah. <laughs> but I love how they pull these random yeah. since t- t- I know, 1910. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, or since record. 
records began. That's the yeah, one that's, they like, that's the go-to Since one. Since records began. Yeah, that's the go-to one. Mm-hmm. Just deal one day at a time. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, we've had lots of cool stuff going on on the show. Yeah, Doc, I've missed all missed sorts. Out on last week, we had shout, Homeboy Sam. Michael Payne. Absolutely. Massive, Seriously. Really. Absolutely. Michael. Yeah. That was my Much pick, love by the way, ladies and gents. That was my pick for my own my own replacement. Well, you better watch out, because he's on your heels. He's hot on your heels. I knew he'd be good. And I had no, you know, I had no qualms. I don't mind him being better than me. He wants your job. Because you know, you, you actually pick your who would you pick for your replacement? Um, who would I pick? I don't know. Maybe someone that looks similar to me, like, like Courtney, Kylie, Courtney Love, oh, Courtney Love, someone yeah. like that. I reckon, yeah, <laughs> that could work actually. She definitely has some shit to say. Yeah, she really, really would. <laughs> no, you know what I love with Courtney Love when um, that um, Malaysian Airlines flight went missing, and then she put yeah, these messages out on Twitter, it. like t- Twitter, saying that she'd been on Google Maps and she had and found, she found it. Oh yeah, Courtney Love yeah. found the plane. I was like, that was one of the best. T- Tweets and like yeah. the the year I was Who like, would replace you? Courtney. Um, maybe I don't know, Shaka Zulu or something. Shaka Zulu, yeah. And who would Muhammad play you Ali. in the movie of your life? <laughs> who played me in the movie of my life? Hmm. <laughs> maybe <laughs> just anyone with dreadlocks. They're yeah. all the same anyway, and yeah, so cool. that'll do. All right, wicked. But, uh, <laughs> yes. So Jazzy B is going to be playing Sarah Love. I saw Jazzy B actually Lock, last Sarah week. We were both DJing at the um, Love Saves the Day Festival in um, Bristol, and he's one of these characters who I have so much respect for. Jazzy B but he is definitely one of these characters along with um, DJ uh, Grandmaster Flash he mm. has a pretty bad reputation in the game of being a bit of a diva oh really yeah I did not know so this I think peeps need to sort it out mm. not be divas mm. just spread love mm. you know mm. more but details like, of this like later turning up one air. minute late to do a radio show and then demanding a Diet Coke yeah, who diva would do, who, would, who would do that, <laughs> who, do that? <laughs> who the hell would do that <laughs> who would do that but you're like Diet Coke now <laughs> <laughs> not me oh, not God. me I was really shocked to get an email early on today when we were organizing the uh you know the ins and outs of what was going to be on the show today to hear that the, the violinist nigel kennedy had died shut up let's not be wishing like, no badness on nigel be, can't be that little guy surely yeah. and yeah. as soon as so like, young. So as young. soon as i sent the email i was like hold on a second <laughs> Did I just write Nigel Kennedy? <laughs> Nigel Kennedy, I know you're still out there smashing it, so let's not wish any badness on him. But we definitely have to send a massive big up to the main man, Charles Kennedy. Yeah. Charles Kennedy. Not to com- okay. be confused yeah. with the violinist Nigel Kennedy. Charles Kennedy, who was oh, He's um, got a different a name, which is Nigel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Easily confused for Charles, though. Easily confused. I know. But and the no, funny Charles- thing, when we, sorry, just when you send that email through as well, um, Ali that works here in production, <laughs> he was like, oh my God, he's dead? He's <laughs> Amazing violinist! What? I can't believe it. He was just winding oh, me up. It's just not fair. But yes, no. Charles Kennedy, though, seriously, that man was a G. He used to be the um, leader of the Liberal Democrat party and um, really to me I just think he deserves a massive big up for using his position mm. to um, you know be the voice of the people in 2003 he was the only mainstream political leader to speak out against the Iraq war was he the one who was a little bit ginger yeah oh, I little do bit remember ginger him yeah, Scottish he was a cool guy dude. yeah he was really cool and now look at these clowns that we're left with now these sell out yeah it's true you know charlatans you know <laughs> where really they need to recognise what their role is in 1997 Charles Kennedy said we are not the masters the people are the masters we are the people's servants mm. that's what your role should be yeah, if you no, are a politician no Diane Abbott wrote a really cool piece about him today in um, The Guardian saying standing up to oppose the Iraq war was a brave shining example to all of us at Westminster if only more politicians acted purely on principle For like shizzle. him and here is a little clip of him speech oh, nice. uh, speech 
speaking at um, the Stop the War uh, protests that happened in 2003. There's a sullen, and it's an increasingly angry mood on the issue, and understandably so. Not least when Kofi Annan declares the war illegal, or when the Iraq survey group is expected to conclude that the weapons of mass destruction were not there at the time. And when even the, our own Foreign Office warned of the likely disastrous consequences. It's time we got an answer. And if the Prime Minister still refuses, then the people can make their judgment. Because the ultimate verdict is the general election itself. Yeah. So big ups yeah. to Charles Kennedy, sadly passed away. But, you know, to me, he exemplifies what politicians are meant to be. And um, last week on the show, we had Homeboy Sandman. Mm. And he did a track, which I think this week we can send out to Charles Kennedy. Mm. What about Charles Farage? He's all right. <laughs> you Charles Farage. He oh, hang on. Nigel, 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 Nigel Farage. Oh, my Nigel bad. I always Farage. get Nigel and Charles. Yeah, yeah Nigel. About Prince Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> no, but big ups to you, Charles Kennedy. You're locked into Fubar Radio. Remember, you can hit us up on Twitter at Fubar Radio or Tuesday Drive at FubarRadio.com. It's Sarah Hugh and Doc Two. That's Homeboy Sam Man, Air Raid, Airwave, and um, he was on the show last week. So yeah. if you missed out Homeboy on that, definitely Sandman. hit up what, the Fubar where, where website. Do you get a name like Homeboy Sam Man. Wow, well, it's not his rapper name. That's his actual name. <laughs> that's his actual name. Yeah. Fair enough. Parents. Yeah, his mum was called Mr. Mr. Homeboy. Mr. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Sam Man. Exactly. Well, shout, hey, shout, shout out heard Mrs. crazier names in hip hop. <laughs> no, it's true. Like it's true. Doc Brown and things like that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Whack a flock of flame. That's gonna be my name. Oh my god. That's what I'm settling with, guys. See, that's the Whack beauty of hip hop. You're free to express yeah, yeah. yourself however you choose. But no, seriously, check the um, podcast from last week's show with Sam Man. He performed in London as well. He's on tour in the UK at the moment, and it was nice. very fresh. And also performed last week was um, Pete Rock, who we're going to be hearing from later in the show. Yeah. So keep it so locked to Fubar Radio. Number one. Yeah, it was big. so super fresh and going it's well, amazing. I'll get into the goodness from the show as well. But later, too, we have Doc potentially rapping about anything. Very possibly. Depends when those, those uh, suggestions come in, really. Mm. Yes. If, if they come in nice and early, then I'll try and, I'll try and write it during the, the, the Pete Rock interview, you know, because I don't want to listen to what he's got to say. <laughs> I'll listen to what a legend has to, to say. <laughs> <laughs> Hungry rapper out here. Yeah, so make sure you hit us up at um, Foo Bar Radio on Twitter, or you can email us to at Tuesday Drive at Foo Bar fubarradio.com yeah, so. give, us, give us suggestions for for Dr. Rappenbach yeah, give us any the, topic at all yeah. any topic it could just at all. be one word it could yeah. be as stupid as you like and, and we'll take it from there it. he'll rap about it at the end of the show yeah, I'll rap about anything man anything <laughs> anything anything <laughs> but you were saying before while that tune was playing you were talking about something you, oh, yeah, you witnessed Barbados. in Barbados yeah no it was, it was, it was literally us. it was just the day before yesterday I went to this beautiful beach on the west coast which is where all the sort of millionaires hang out you know uh, I know so if you, what are you if doing you, there? Uh, well, exactly. Hey, I smuggled myself hey, on. Hey. I smuggled myself on because a lot of those beaches, they're private to the hotel. So oh, you go in there and then some dude comes up like, what are you doing here, boy? Yeah. And you, have to, yeah, and <laughs> and you get booted <laughs> off. But uh, also a lot of them have little public sections. So I went into the public section the of... Uh, yeah. Went into the public the section of this this beautiful beach with a coral reef on it and was chilling there and the kids were splashing about in the sea. And, you know, every now and then go in there and, you know, muck about with them, play a bit of catch, whatever. And then... I saw this other dad walk on, right? 
ripped, ripped to shit. Whipped off his vest. It's just like exploded out of his vest. You're admiring the exploded view. Exploded out of his vest. vest. Tatted Where's up. Where's the vest? Yeah. Wow. Tatted up. And uh, and he had four kids with him, and he was like, "Okay, go play, go play." He was American, <laughs> and they, they, that, that they, American yeah. and they ran off. <laughs> they ran off into the sh- the shallows, and he and he goes, "Okay, now walk towards me, walk towards me." And uh, he, he pulled out this um, this Careful. little camera. Okay, you know, this little camera. I was like, "Oh, that's sweet." He's, you know, get get a few shots of his kids, yeah. and he's like, "Okay, slow it, slow it, slow it down, slow it down." And he pulled out a tripod, and then put the camera on the tripod. And he goes, okay, now do it again, do it oh, again, and then walk back, yeah. and then walk towards him again. He goes, okay, that's great. He goes, okay, now, now, now dive in, dive into the into the shallows. And uh, he pulled out another camera out of a case, a, a flipping steady cam thing that he put onto his chest. Go on. And he's like filming <laughs> he him on, st- he on steady cam. He was committed. And then he started getting some establishers of the whole beach. Ugh. Then he gets out another case, opens it up, right. Pulls out a flipping drone. Oh god! Attaches <laughs> a GoPro shots. to it. Ugh. Puts uh, his iPhone into this remote control thing in his hands, and then shoots the drone. Everyone's like, "What the fuck oh is god. that?" God! And then uh, to make a home movie. Yeah. And then my yeah, just to make a home movie. And then my kids, my kids, my kids started like asking me, like, "Can I do this? Can I do that?" I just looked looked to this guy and I was like, "Dude, dude, what?" Just making us all look terrible. Yeah. It was How? like one of those little floating oh, islands. Like, it was like ultimate dad. It was one of those little islands, <laughs> right? Putting all the other dads on the beach to shame. Like a floating island with benches on it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, then his wife comes out and she's like, "Kids, mm-hmm. race you to the island." And she dives into the sea like some Olympic swimmer and gets the island like two seconds. And all the boys like start swimming after him. And then dad jumps in. I thought, you know, like, like I say, like brick shells. Like he was gonna like go <laughs> under the island and just lift the whole island. No, up, right? ah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm loving it. What's wrong with that? Well, you weren't hurting nobody. No, look, look, no it's you know, too perfect. The grass is always greener because you see a dad like that and you're like, oh my God, he's a cool dad. He's not a regular dad. He's a cool dad, but he's got all these things and got all these toys. But I guarantee you, mate, this has nothing to do with the kids. This is He will be putting <laughs> them to work at just about any situation. He'll be at a football match watching one of the kids. It's like, do it again. Do it again. I yeah, didn't film. I've got to edit that. True. And now I've got to go back to post-production. It was, it was it's going to be a something pain weird in the about ass. Him, no a question. massive pain in the ass. No <laughs> I wanted to interview his kids. Yeah. I like how you're just assuming he's doing all he's making the kids do this there's something weird about him too many gadgets maybe yeah. he's just having fun on his other days maybe maybe but I'm a very judgmental man sir yeah. very <laughs> judgmental especially if they're making you look worse yeah. isn't it? No. I, I hate those great dads no that sounds fun no but I tell you what being in um, San Francisco uh, earlier this year seeing just like drones Mate, flying the drone around the city out of control it's right because they're having to like bring in laws about how they, they they're going to they're going to take down an aircraft or something yeah. they could get so high yeah I'm not you even know? worried about that I'm talking about like Anyone surveillance can buy them, like, yeah, but yeah. your privacy yeah, exactly yeah. like yeah. what if you have a drone that can just hover up to this window mm. and watch you while you're sleeping that's yeah. a bit yeah, like that's exactly Christmas what, isn't it I guarantee you perverts are all over the drone thing. oh mate with a flock of drones I've got they can go up to about 20 stories easily yeah and like mine can shoot around walls and stuff like that as well so I'm not even worried about the perverts yeah. I'm University worried about halls. the law yeah. <laughs> I'm worried oh, about the police yeah let's check out dorm 8 yeah. <laughs> Amazon Amazon looking at doing drone deliveries really oh, yeah, yeah yeah I saw that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but you know on the other hand maybe this is the future that we are facing mm. where it's going to actually Fucking be a much more everywhere. practical way of, of doing things but you, you so you reckon that's a kind of embarrassing dad 
behavior mm. uh, kind of yeah yeah i mean obviously he thought he was the shit no question <laughs> do you know what i mean whereas i feel like i oh, just spending a bit of quality time with the kids yeah you know, basic <laughs> they can make their works. own fun build a sandcastle yeah. mm. <laughs> t- t- tell them to look like they're having fun so i can film it from 17 different angles <laughs> uh, to me that's that's embarrassing dad behavior yeah that's but actually, when we do know they didn't we got some proper embarrassing dad behavior yes. <laughs> well let's 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 get into some no they didn't because we kind of been missing out on doc's take on no they didn't we have since you've been away I'm just missing out on on, on Doc really on, on, on some Doc love my, my fragrance yeah <laughs> no nah, I haven't starters. been missing that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not been missing that but the glint in your, your eye yeah the glint the glint and the musk so that's, should we that's should my new album the glint, <laughs> and the glint and the musk <laughs> the glint and the musk there's got to be some like serious gangster it sounds like a business. really sketchy Disney film the glint <laughs> and the musk that's <laughs> <laughs> really sketchy but I think we should do this let's do this Oh, you remember that music, right? Oh my god, like no Alright, Doc. Who's blowing your mind this week, mate? Who's doing stuff to make you say no they didn't? Doc uh, always does a really sexy lap dance for me when I play this tune. <laughs> Still got my Movember moustache. Uh, <laughs> now that is embarrassing that behaviour Doc Diggler yeah. uh, no, I, I, this, this week's No They Didn't is really just about unnecessary rapping but it's also about embarrassing dads in a yeah. way it's twofold yeah. there's it's a twofold. lot of unnecessary there's rapping a, going no, on listen, constantly there, there's all sorts of unnecessary rapping uh, mainly from professional rappers <laughs> but what we don't need in addition to that is non-professional rappers coming and having a go because anyone can do it it's just talking oh. in it to music I'll have a bit of that you know what I mean but I feel it's, like so many people look at rap and they think oh that's easy enough yeah, that's easy I it's can do that it's the same way they look at playing drums and like ah oh, yeah. whatever yeah, yeah just, just whack it don't you whack it <laughs> yeah. whack it to the beat oh, one two three four but no what's been going on in this week with the um, well, unnecessary rapping in the then? proud tradition of John Barnes We've got uh, two huge <laughs> celebrities. <laughs> the John Barnes rapping. You remember John, John Barnes, Barnes rapping? John Barnes rap is legendary to, to be. No, no, that was a classic. At the same, same time, time. you can be slow or fast, but you must get to the line. They'll always hit you and hurt you. Oh, I forgot Defend about that. I've got to add that to the playlist. One way to beat them. Go round the back. Oh, man. I need to add that to the, to the playlist Bars. and drop that in the club. I bet you if I drop that in the club, people would love it. Now, Barnesy got it right. Okay? <laughs> just. <He was> like, <laughs> just. He was like, I'm going to I'm gonna spit this 16 in a mouth. <laughs> yeah, but then there's other dudes that think, no, maybe I can start a movement. Maybe, maybe, I can, maybe I can make a real difference with my raps. And, and the two, the two, uh, the two criminals uh, that have undertaken this in in, in, in the past couple of weeks are um, well, on different ends of the spectrum. Uh, Hollywood movie star Idris Elba, right, yeah. and uh, every mum's favourite celebrity chef Jamie Oliver. Ooh, um, both of them in one, now, a double whammy in yeah, one week. I mean, like I say, different ends of the spectrum in terms of who they are, but very <laughs> similar rap ability. Yes. Very similar. <laughs> I've got a feeling about that. Now, in a, in a way, I kind of prefer Jamie's because he kind of, he's got a very, very... He definitely knows his shit. I was going to say, is, he's not trying good. to be cool. Is he, is he rapping about like food, though? Is he oh, oh of hell course, yeah. Of course he is. Hell yeah. Of course he is. On the remix, it's just it's all pussy. <laughs> yeah. right? like on, the, on, on the first one, 
It's just food. <laughs> yeah, the B side. The remix yeah. like a more the of a metaphor. Is it with guns? More yeah, about yeah. a metaphor of what to eat and what not to eat. <laughs> is it with Fat Man Scoop too? <laughs> Fat Man Scoop, Jamie <laughs> on the ball. Who's cooking tonight? Who's cooking tonight? Who's cooking tonight? Shut it up! Shut it up! Let's hear it. I want to hear it. Like, yeah, we, should, we got. It. I mean, they're two excellent artists. To be fair to them, uh, that they're working with uh, Jamie Oliver with uh, Ed Sheeran and uh, oh, Idris Elba with Christ. Skepta, which is, again is probably a mistake. Just mm. it all sounds like one shit. big hot mess to me. But it why, why did mess. this um, Jamie Oliver thing happen anyway? Well, it's kind of a food. He wanted to do a food revolution. I think you know he's probably watching a bit too much Russell Brand and started thinking, hey, I can. I've got enough followers to to really change something. And listen, Jamie means well. He how means well. And how do you get down with the kids? Place. You spin, spin around the a chair, straddle it, yep. lean on it with your elbows, yep. and spit some bars. <laughs> and that's exactly what Jamie did. I've not heard this. Let's see Bang how it goes. It. I mean, I, I'm amazing. Ed just came in to do a little bit of filming for me to support the little bit evolution. Day. I start telling him a few things, writing a few things down. <laughs> I spot him. <laughs> like he's preaching. This is simple, but it might work. Oh dear. Okay, so okay let's let's check like, this out. I've got to go and make it. Find all the musicians and do it. Jamie Oliver, I'm here to say I want to talk about Food Revolution Day. Half the world oh, starved with too little to eat, and the other half die from being a beast. How people live alone is they grow and they cook, learn recipes from your parents or books. If you haven't got a clue about the mess that we're in, the answer lies here in the words that we sing. Hands in the air, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> the, the weird thing about it is it just sounds so outdated. You know, this is the kind of thing that they used to do in the 80s. You know, This is what Chesley Hawks would have done yeah, if he tried to, to do a rap kids, record. So let's rap about it. I think the thing that, make, that annoys me about this is the earnestness of it. You could have done it in so many different ways, but to try and be earnest in it just and makes deep. it... deep. Try and be deep yeah. and earn it. Like, his heart is in the right place. Of course and I'm appreciating course the sentiment, is. but so, musically, this is appalling. We're the only ones who can save our lives. Click the link below for the petition to sign. It doesn't take time, so you need to just bear it. Click the link below for the petition to sign. We need to feed the kids rap for their stomachs in their mind. <laughs> Shame. I'm sorry. <laughs> Professor Shame Green. No, it wasn't that Professor oh, Green's it voice. It had to be pro. It had to you be. should feel embarrassed. You know what? If they ask me, I'd say, I'll do my one. I'll just do my one. You'll be like, oh, actually, no, I'm, I'm busy that I'll day. My, I'll do my one. I'll do my one. Wow. There's a way of making this cool. Like that's what I'm saying. His poor kids. His poor kids would be mortified. But there's a really funny thing trending. Uh, hashtag over the weekend. Uh, rapper dads. Where they were just literally like talking about stuff like that. Okay, you know, let's stop um, that. I think I've heard yeah, enough. Please. Of that. Yeah. <laughs> please make it stop. Well, one of the tweets was um, Tyler that I created you. Bone. This is my favorite. I think Bone Thugs and now on E Harmony after the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> they're like heroes in Australia, aren't they? It's hard, to, it's hard to be a rapping dad, though. Like that. Yeah, quite, no, it's not. So, it, no, it is. It's, it's hard to be a rapping dad. No, it's not. Even if you are, like, because you're, you're a rapping dad, yeah. and uh, even if you, uh, you know, say you have cred for what you've done mm-hmm. as a rapper. 
even still in your par- in in your kids' eyes, do you think you could never be cool to them, or how does it work? No, you can't. You can't. No. I yeah. mean, like, I'm cool to like some of my kids' friends because yep. they see me on on TV or whatnot. But even that will be on the wane soon. Mm. You know, <laughs> because kids get because older you haven't got a drone with a GoPro attached to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- Either <laughs> I got to buy a drone, <laughs> yeah, or, or I got to be 15 years younger. Because basically, what will happen is, you know, soon my eldest will get into like early teens. And whatnot, and then like they are the they are the rulers of what is cool. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you, I don't care how cool you think you are as a parent, you're going to be second to it. Mm. So everything you do is going to be embarrassing. Everything. Yeah. yeah and, and that's what you got to kind of prepare yourself for. And if you don't recognize it, whoo, it's going to be even worse. Next thing you know, you'll be wearing Merrells. You know. Merrells. Merrells. You know those shoes. No, what's you know, that? So they're like hiking trainers. <laughs> Oh, That's all you need to know. No, yeah. or the, the shape up hiking yeah. genus. Yeah, as say. my friend Stuart Goldsmith once famously said, he Purely said, Merrill's, it's a look that says, I'm not wearing a fleece, <laughs> but I own one. <laughs> but I do. No, how's this, how's this though, right? So, obviously, like we were just saying, like you're never going to be, uh, your kids, you, you're never going to be cool to your kids. It's just, mm. it's just a fact of life, right? But what about if your dad decided to rap in the car and film it and put it on the internet and it went viral and had over millions and millions of wow. hits? Yo, check this out. Check this out. This happened for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what what's it called? It should be dad rappers right there. Ow, on yeah. on on who on what? This is this is the exciting bit that's going to be edited out of the podcast. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yes, this is this is the part where I display my professional this prowess. Is, this, is, this, in my opinion, is about as bad as it can get. Yeah. Can get as a, as a rapper dad. Oh, nice. Mm. Nope. Ooh, no, d- no. D- is this d- it? Is this correct? Oh, here we go. Yeah, we're in. We're in. I get too big, man. That is not it at all. You have to you have to tell where these things are, Hugh. But you know, rapping. I mean, embarrassing parents. I know we can all relate relate to embarrassing there parents. We go, there we so, go. Okay, check we have out. check this out. Check this out. We have oh, it. This now. is the rapper. Oh, all right, we're gonna do something off the top of my head here. Oh, the message. So here's a little message from the rapping dad. I got my kids in the back and we always have a blast. Gotta keep the lyrics clean if you know what I mean. No my Nicki Minaj and her twerking machine from Kim Kardashian. You a mom. Do you need an intervention? And Miley, no more wrecking ball. Put on some clothes. Where's Hannah, y'all? Oh. Where's Hannah Montana? Oh. Messages. Where's Hannah Montana? Hey. But it's bad enough if your dad does that hey. anyway. It, it, just even if it does it privately to you. But if he does it in front of your friend and oh then they make God. a video of it. And over oh, a million great. people have now seen oh, this. Great. So he didn't know he was being filmed. No, he did. He was just trying to. Emba- I think he was just trying to be cool, Dad. He's not a regular oh Dad. God. He's a cool Dad. I think that but is that's, cool. I think that's message, really though. embarrassing. That's <laughs> really never, embarrassing. Never have a message. No, that's, no, that's no. Really important. <laughs> never have a message. <laughs> take, take it from me. Oh God. I didn't think that was bad at all. But what did you guys think? Like, I know we can all relate to being super. Imba- I mean, my goodness me, my mm. parents are pretty out there people. So, um, love you so much, Daddy, and everything. But yes. <laughs> I'm definitely not short on like embarrassing stories from my parents but you guys let us know what you have to say tweet us at twitter.com slash radio or hit us with the email tuesdaydrive at foobartradio.com like do you have embarrassing parents are you an embarrassing yeah, parent yeah we need to know hey I'll tell you <laughs> I'll tell you a story up next when my mum decided to become a b-girl a b-girl yeah oh my God. it's very 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 awkward very awkward. That sounds way cool. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, it sounds cool. I mean, I'll tell you the story up next. <laughs> On paper, it's, it's still scarring. It's, it's still scarring. KRS One on Fubar Radio. You're tuned into Sarah, Hugh, and Doc Two. I think 
KRS One. I wonder if his kids find him embarrassing because mm, <laughs> he's yeah. a, he's the blast master. Yeah. yeah, which I have I can kind of relate to because my dad always has the li- loudest voice anywhere we are. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's funny being at um, church with my dad. He's always the voice that is cutting through above everyone mm. else's, and you're just standing there like, oh my goodness, even though, <laughs> yeah, so. Um, but, but at the same time, I think my dad's the coolest dad in the world. So yeah. maybe that's how KRS One's kids feel about yeah. him. Can I just say a massive shout out to, uh, to John Kelly on Twitter? For being the first one with a, a rap about anything <laughs> suggestion after 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 I suggested that they should be you know irreverent fun yeah things uh, he suggested Ebola so right. th- thanks a lot <laughs> yeah. John I'm That's sure fine. that will be a laugh for me nail on the head mate nail on the head yeah we'll, we'll give that a bash <laughs> at five to six. Oh God. Although he did put E hyphen bowler, so maybe that's just his rap name. Could be. Could be. We're checking it, talking <laughs> about that. That's bad how right lethal now. he is. If, if that is E bowler, I apologize. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. So, yeah, we were talking we're about wrong. embarrassing dads, um, uh, rapper dads also, as well, because of obviously mm. Jamie Oliver's mm. whole thing where he's uh, released a, a, a track for the Food Revolution. Um, so, we've been talking about embarrassing parents. And <laughs> my mom, she's such a legend. Like, I adore it. Mm. Absolutely adore it, but she's wild. She's just wild. So this is uh, quite a few years ago when um, a, a bunch of b-boys came over to my house. Um, we were organising a party, so they came over. We were just doing some plotting and scheming and stuff. And mum comes in. Uh, this is a lo- long time ago. I would have been probably, you know, I was still living at home, so I was probably like, you know, 17, 18, mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, and she comes in and she's like, oh, you're, you're all dressed interestingly. What are you doing with your, why have you got one leg rolled up and your hats are all funny? And oh, look at that. And I was just like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry about that. Absolutely mortified. Five minutes later, Aww. she comes back in. I, I want to I do that too. And she came back in with her. She found a hat, like one of my hats in the lounge room, twisted it sideways, rolled her pants, up, one of her legs up, and starts doing this little jig from in front of all these people. And I was just Aww. like, mom, what are you doing to me? Bless her. Mom. <laughs> and she did it for ages then as well. Like every now and then she'd just pull out a bigger. A for a effort. Bigger. I know. I That's know. fantastic. I mean, I take my parents to all my shows mm. in London. They come to my hip hop gigs. I've Boom. taken my dad to see Wu Tang Clan, who are actually performing this yeah. week in London. Like, you know, you can rap to my dad about Little Wayne to, you know, <laughs> all these people. That's I don't give cool. a damn, man. Like, if we're if he's enjoying the moment, that's all yeah. that I care about. Yeah, yeah. But, Doc, you're right. You, you know, you're a parent. You, uh, I wonder if. Uh, it's kind of your right as a parent to be able to embarrass your kids is that something you want um, yeah because you kind of lose everything else you sacrifice everything else about you so it's just one of your last little yeah. shows of strength I think yeah. at the very least if I can't control <laughs> you I'm going to embarrass the shit out of you yeah. I think the, the, the sports day before last I, I um, <laughs> got really into it mm. and I nearly I, I nearly went arse over t- just right at the very end <laughs> you know you, you haven't you, when you get older, you haven't sprinted for a long, long... It's been a long yes. time since you've properly sprinted <laughs> yes. for anything. Yeah. You know, when you're a kid, you're sprinting all the time. Yeah. So I've kind of forgotten how to run, like, that fast. <laughs> but it was too late because you were it's already late, committed. I've done that you thing where you're like, your head sort of starts to dip and, like, your knees... looks like you're going to knee yourself oh, in the face yeah. and you lose all sense of gravity... Sorry, were you meant to be taking part in? A oh race yeah, no, I, I didn't okay. just suddenly appear and start racing. <laughs> Stars, you meant you were running alongside. It was the dad's like, race. It yeah. was the dad's okay, race. Okay. I love the dad's race every year because the dads all pretend that they're not taking it seriously, mm. and they sort of just, like pretend they're not stretching. It's the most and pretend important they didn't just race buy, of the day. Like, running <laughs> shoes. They didn't just buy brand new running shoes from JJB Down the Sports. Red Bulls. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, last year I came third. I was quite proud of that. Really, even after you nearly died. But this year. 
We want to see first place. I think this year is going to be real tough because my kids are in a new school and it's a lot more hood than the last school, which means the dads are going to be way younger. Yeah. 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 You'll be <laughs> older. Nice I like how you're already strategizing. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a nice middle class school. school where the dads are all old. Yeah. yeah. Then you're, then you're kids okay. kids at a sensible age. Yeah, but we're talking about embarrassing parents. Maybe yeah. you're an embarrassing parent or times you've been embarrassed by your parents or maybe it continues. Yeah, Hannah's, and then Hannah's you're, you're hitting, us, hitting us up at uh, Tuesday Drive at foodbarradio.com. So yeah, we got Erin from Essex. She says, uh, my mum is always calling me and checking up on me. Like when I'm on the train home, she rings me to ask if I get home okay. I know she just cares, but when my friend, uh, but when I'm with my friends, it's a little bit embarrassing. Also, I'm 24. Aww. See, caring mum, she just wants to know, but it's it's still that is that is still embarrassing though. My mum still calls me tuppence. She's oh my little baby boy, mum. I'm 33. That's a girl's girl's name as well, and it's a girl's name. It's not cool. Doesn't make me feel good. I just personally think parents ultimately have the license to say or do whatever the hell they want because you know, and you just got to take it on the chin, and then you vent it once you're a parent and just pass that shame onto the next generation. I think I think think family is. All about passing shame, though. Yes. <laughs> Humiliation really and shame. Hannah, Hannah, who is from nowhere, says, uh, "Hello." She's <laughs> from the universe, oh, man. She's from the universe. When I go out for a drink or dinner with my dad, and we're sat on a table of four, he insists on sitting next to me. People have thought we were dating before, and once a hot man told me I like them too old. <laughs> I wanted the ground Hannah? to open up and swallow me whole. Oh, <laughs> poor Hannah. Hey, this is, is that Hannah? This I is get embar- that often. This is embarrassing parents. This isn't fucking counselling, Hannah. That's yeah. way further than Jeez. embarrassing parents. I know, that's like an unintentionally embarrassing you. No, but I get that a lot because most people look mm. at me, they think I'm black. My father is white British. So mm. when we're so out together in a restaurant or something, yeah, people are like, okay. Just <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, good. Just take that props and oh, run with damn. it, daddy. No, thanks for getting in touch. Thanks for getting in touch. Guys, and keep, keep getting in touch at foodbarradio.com. If you want to email us, uh, it's uh, studio at foodbarradio.com uh, or just tweet us at foodbarradio. It's nice mm. and easy. Yes, we love hearing from you guys. And make sure you keep it locked because coming up very soon, we're going to be hearing from a literal legend in the hip hop game, Mr. Pete Rock. We have a super fly interview coming up from him uh, for you. Now, this guy before that, he definitely can't be blamed for being an embarrassing parent. And um, I would say he is certified one of the greatest artists of all time. And what made me think of play this, I was DJing uh, last week with the Jar Shaka Sound System at the Love Saves the Day Festival in Bristol. And this was the first tune they played. So just props to them. And David mm. Rodigan absolutely tore it down. Nice. It's Bob Marley. You're locked into FUBAR. Of course, you're, you're, wrong, you're wrong, wrong about Bob Marley. Well, how am I wrong about Bob Marley? Well, he, he is an embarrassing parent, or he was an embarrassing parent. <laughs> Why? Well, because he had, like, 20 kids. Careful now. <laughs> he did! He had, like, 20 kids, and he wasn't a father to any of them. Are you sure about that? No, he did. I think he quite literally had nine, either nine or ten kids. I went yeah. to mm-hmm. a, a product launch for um, a House of Marley, the headphones. I think it was his youngest son, Rowan. I think it might have been Rowan Marley. Oh, everyone knows about Rowan But, man, it was so weird. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like this, this is a big, big, big business, but it's it's for the people. It's for about one love, one vibration. Um, that's why I used the money to buy a coffee plantation. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jamaica and now I've got the power. It's all about having the power. And everyone looked at him and was like, what the hell's going on? He's like, I mean, one love. I mean, we was like, yeah, that was really weird. That was very, very Don't strange. Do that. No, yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. do that accent again. The, the, the one love drink as well, the one love energy drink. That's pretty embarrassing. Oh, that yeah. was shameful though. That was shameful. I DJed for um, Sadella Marley, who was his first um, born child because she was designing, she's a fashion designer nowadays, but she um, designed the uh, Jamaican um, Olympic uniform and it was like all inspired by Bob and everything and that was kind of like a respectful way that they did it it wasn't just sort of like yeah let's slap his face on it but what I hate is when you go into certain shops and you see how they just take a photo of Bob Marley and sell it in like these nasty chain stores and you just think seriously like Mm. would he have actually co-signed to have his face on there Rihanna sued top man over that didn't she on a top shop did she? Yeah, yeah, she did. they just yeah, had a yeah, t-shirt yeah. with her face yeah. on it she's like what the hell but it's interesting because I think so, a lot of that depends on who owns the rights to the image isn't it rather than necessarily the artist themselves that's how they get away with yeah, um, doing this nonsense yeah I suppose the nonsense. photographer sold it hey just, yeah. just quickly as well we got one more uh, emba- oh, embarrassing one more embarrassing uh, parent story emailed through to uh, tuesday.drivefubarradio.com it's from Sammy from Bromley saying my dad does his thing when I'm out when I'm out with him um, where he'll do the cockney walk to embarrass me and sometimes he'll walk with a limp it's not just embarrassing it's just plain weird <laughs> yeah it is really weird it is really but weird but I like that it's I a dedicated it. piece of embarrassment he's like right I'm going for this now yeah. perfect timing but that's what I was saying with my friend um, the other day about how you know the Dell Boys and that whole Dell Boy bowl and everything these are people who are a dying breed like you used to see these people but now because it's like these neighbourhoods don't actually exist anymore you don't see your Dell Boys and that so I'm, I'm, I'm giving props to the big ups <laughs> yeah, to the man. dad for maintaining <laughs> The, and, um, and to everyone out there bowl. with their cockney necks. Mm. <laughs> What's a cockney neck now? You know those people who walk with their you know those people? neck? They walk with their fucking neck like that. It's just but, it's all the, neck, mate. The, the shoulders neck back. Shoulders. The shoulders yeah. back. I love it. They look like they're carrying two buckets of water or something like that. Hey. The arms, arms ah. hanging back like I that. I fucking love cockneys, people. <laughs> You're tuned into Food Bar Radio with myself, Sarah, Hugh and Doc Two. Now, hey. you guys, have you heard of this um, thug life business that's been... Floating around on the interweb. Yes, yeah, it's been going on for a while. It's funny stuff, man. I, know, I knew nothing stuff. of it until my 11 year old niece was like talking to me about thug life. Yeah. I was just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so my little niece put me up on this thug life business. But yes, there are some quite funny pieces. I don't know if you guys have seen any of them. Yeah, there's tons. There are all sorts of different stuff, you know what I mean? Things like there's, um, there's like one where there's. One with um, with just, it was just a bird. Yeah, going into flying. a shop. <laughs> no, what? It was just a bird flying, like a, I don't know, like a blue tit or something. I think you're watching ha- David Attenborough. Ha- had the wings like right, like right up next to its body. Do you know what I mean? So it was just, it looked really proud. It was just flying through the air like a bullet. <laughs> and then he just put hashtag thug life. That's really right. I love you know it. I mean? no, cause there's another, there's another it. bird one where it's like a seagull like uh, wanders into a uh, like an off license or somewhere like that, grabs a pack of crisps, bounces back that out, is boom. Life. Thug life, you know what I mean? It's all sort of stuff. There's been some, there's been some, like, so many. There was no They're not one. all bird related, by the way. They're not. They're not Although all bird related. I did related. see another one yesterday. Oh, those are the ones that, that you follow. Had a bagel the, around yeah. its neck. There's a pigeon with a bagel <laughs> yeah. stuck, stuck <laughs> on its head. Oh, oh, oh that's lunch on the go. Lunch on the go. Got my lunch sorted. Thug life. There is a lot. There's another one that was on on Facebook this week where it was a guy on Judge Judy, and she was like, So, you know, and they, you know, she's, you know, telling him off for something that he was done. He'd ripped off someone, all this money, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, yeah, well, I slept with your daughter. 
to Judy. To Judy, Judy. she's like, what? <laughs> what did you just say? And he's like, yeah, you heard me. He's like, it might be your show, but this is my episode. Thug Life. It's like, wow. wow. That's amazing. Uh, uh, he's like, how can I get to her? Well, how, how can, can I get, I get to this? her? It's your show, but it's All my right. episode, lady. Chat about the daughter. Now, I saw a pretty cool one. It's this dude called Neil deGrasse Tyson. Have you heard oh, of him? I've met him, man. Oh, I, 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 I love a, him. I, check this out. I had beers with Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> And uh, your man who used to be in D, D- Ream, Brian Cox. <laughs> Brian, Me, Co- Brian Cox and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson is possibly the most intelligent man on earth. Mm. Black guy from the Bronx. He's not smarter than my who, dad. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, my dad's also an astrophysicist, but yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson is a, yeah, my oh, dad's bone of okay, uh, scientist, I but say, I love I was going to say, astronomy. he might be a bit smarter than your dad. He's an astrophysicist. <laughs> yeah. But your dad's an astrophysicist. So fair enough. <laughs> fair enough, Trumpy. Um, <laughs> That's but yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson, those, he somehow is able to explain, similar to Brian Cox, but even more so, the most complicated concepts mm. known to man and woman uh, <laughs> in, in just a really accessible way and he's a great guy but he does it in a way that's not annoying like yes, that's very Brian true Brian Cox the way he speaks is yeah. just really annoying look out for Brian Cox's <laughs> rap about the stars yeah soon. oh my god let's hope he doesn't do a Jamie Oliver and start trying to spit bars oh, girl, but um, yeah Neil deGrasse Tyson he, ha- he has a really cool quote actually he says si- the good thing about science is that it's true whether or not you believe in it Mm, so yeah, like that. that that gets a big signal on on my behalf. But yeah, he had a very <laughs> he had a very cool um, thug life that I saw pop up. Check this out. The other day I was watching this thing about pyramids, and people truly believe that the technology to build pyramids wasn't of this earth because at the time the pyramids were being made. So it was Europeans coming to Africa, seeing an amazing civilization that they could not imagine an African build, and they must then invoke some other cause uh-huh. that enabled them to build it. Excuse me, uh, you know, <laughs> clever people come in all colors, yep. all right? Okay. So just because you can't figure out how somebody built a pyramid doesn't mean the people who built the pyramid got help from aliens. That's all I'm saying. So just admit that you're not as smart as the people who built a pyramid and end the conversation there. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got his back because I'm brown. <laughs> that was pretty gangster. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you Amazing. see, he broke it down in a simple way where yeah. it's like, really, you can't argue with that, can yeah, you? I, mean, I, w- I watched him speak for like three hours. That's amazing. Uh, at the Science Museum. And he was constantly entertaining. Aww. Funny. You know, obviously super smart, but I mean, that that sums him up, man. Yeah. He's he's got such a great t- turn of phrase. Uh, I thought he's a, a fantastic guy. Oh, I love him. I big love guy, science, and yeah, just to see people who are engaging, you know, people in science, getting people interested in science. Because I think a lot of people feel that it's just some subject that's out there, there's nothing to do with them. But no, this when, explains when our lives. When it's people as well that you can't really connect to on any level like that, as yeah, well. you just hard. can't, you it can't becomes, help but just noise, lose. Yeah, it, it does. You just, you just naturally just lose interest in it, no matter what they're saying. <laughs> it's yeah. like how how this show must sound to losers. Ooh, that's a dig. Doctor Kenneth Brown. <laughs> but yes, you are tuned into Food Bar Radio with myself, Sarah, Hugh, and Doc Two, and we have a super special interview just about to come up for you with the one and only Pete Rock. I'm so sorry that you weren't mm. there. I mean, Michael did a fantastic job of sounding sure, interview. Listen, I'm sure he did. I'm I am so gutted that I missed it, but I can't, I can't wait to hear it. Uh, and I, what I'm really glad is I didn't get to ask the the man himself. Why the hell did you rap on records? Mm. I mean, he, he is the greatest, one of the greatest producers I think I've ever heard in rap. But he is rapping. Woo! 
<laughs> he was giving he was giving Jamie Oliver a run for his money. There's no question about it. <laughs> no, don't even. Mate, try. No, listen. There's people classics. listening right now who don't know anything about Pete Rock. Don't no, put them true, down to the true, Jamie Oliver true. level. Okay, that's true. That's true. Let's give no, the man Pete, the pot so he's due. Absolute legend yeah, from absolutely. the CL Smooth days. I mean, yep. I love love both of their albums. The main ingredient and uh, uh, was the first one just called Soul Brother Number One. Yeah, Mecca and Soul Brother. Oh, Mecca and Soul Brother. The first album was yes. Yeah, yeah, and then oh my days, that first solo album in '98. Yes, that was Soul Survivor. Yeah, and he was performing Jeez. last week in London because he's on tour at the moment with mm. um, De La Soul, uh, which was really cool. Went to the show with uh, Michael. Shout we made it. Yeah. You could make it I to the show. Wales. That was kind of gutting too. Either my dad or Pete Rock. It was <laughs> my dad just. Yeah, just just came by up. hair's breadth. Only just. By hair's breadth. But no, I mean, it was just so ill um, to see, uh, well, to hear his set, because obviously, like, Pete Rock is a proper DJ. But then it was just kind of mind-blowing, the catalogue mm. that this guy has under his belt. Oh, like, ridiculous. You know, yeah. the names is just like it's hard to think of a name in hip hop who hasn't been, you know, a credible name yeah. in hip hop who and, hasn't and been who, graced who by people. Who doesn't want to work with him as well? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like, still, that's one of the beautiful things about being a producer over a rapper. Do you know what I mean? You can, it's, it's not of easier, but it's you. You got a bigger opportunity, I think, to stay relevant throughout the eras. And DJs, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, yeah, and DJs as well. It's, it's, it's much harder for rappers, and and I think with Pete, he's still to this day even the hottest rappers is going to want a Definitely. beat rock beat if they can get yeah. hold of one mm-hmm. on their shit. And he hasn't compromised at all. Either, no, it's you know still I mean? there's still yeah, that yeah. Pete rock yeah. sound, crunchy yeah. SB1200 drums. Do you mm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Someone who's made a career out of keeping it real yep. as cheesy as that sounds but you mm. know so it's examples like that but I think a proof that it's possible so for us it was just so dope was, to get a chance incredible. to sit down with that's, the that's dude incredible. and then yeah catching his what are some of your favourite Pete Rock jeans Don? Uh, well I would say probably my absolute utter favourite bar his verse is, is the, <laughs> the game with uh, Ghostface Ooh, give me a high five mm. to that that's my jam Ghostface Raekwon and, and that Prodigy. is my jam that I was beat, actually going to play that, that today that beat is nasty oh god it's, it's like the essence nasty. of just ridiculous rap also I mean the, the, the early work he did with Nas I mean can't, can't, can't be denied fantastic mm, well, you might Shut hear all about remix. that in the interview so, you, so you never many. know what treats you might hey, be in um, store for in at, this interview at the gig because obviously he's releasing Petrimentals too did he did he play a lot, like a lot of stuff you just never heard before? And like, no, was it was happening? more like a um, DJ set where he played. What was really cool was him playing a lot of the samples and then uh, his tunes. But yeah, just going through his whole catalogue. And then before that, he did like a whole set of hip hop not produced by him. Um, yeah, but just such an yeah. ill selection mm. of tunes. And the party was just pumping. The house was packed. The soul were there. So oh, it was pretty, pretty so damn super fly. And big up damn, to my main man, Kish, who went down with me also um, uh, to the show. And um, <laughs> no, no, not Kish oh. Cash, not that Kish. Kish, broken soul, soul boy, Kish. Kish, I know you're out there tuned into the show. But yes, so let's get into this interview. It is it is a goodie. Wicked. There's some dope tunes in there for you as well. You're locked yes. into Fubar. You've got a new album dropping. Give the album a plug. What's the deal? June 23rd, Peach Mentals 2. I'm very excited about it. It's just part two to part one. It's just a continuation of inspiration for people to apply to their lifestyle. That's all. So why another Peach instrumental album? Like, why not collab with some rappers? I, I do it because I notice how much people love instrumentals. You know what I'm saying? Some people don't like to hear people rapping. Over, you know, some people do. But I, I do it because I'm passionate about it. And I love what I do, so... But such a long gap, though, as well, since the last Peach instrumental. Yeah, um... 
sometimes, you know, you do it when, when it's right. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, sometimes people, you know, when you put out something good, they want something good five months later again. But, you know, I, I like to not really, you know what I mean? Like make people sick of me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so put a gap between it and make people want it. No, it's not possible for people to get sick of you. You're like a cornerstone in hip hop. I would say, without doubt, you're king of the remix. It's like you and Large Professor, you got to be yeah. up there. For me, my favorite remix of yours is probably Shut Em Down. Oh, What's your favorite Pete Rock remix? Probably that. And um, Dice Effects and, and, and House of Pain. Oh, the list goes on. I mean, I've done a lot of remixes, but those three stand out. Yeah, and then there's some like undercover ones which people sleep on a lot. The Jamal fades them all, stuff like that. How do you go about doing a remix though? Do you just put the was, acapella was, to a beat? I was, I was I was homies with Eric and Parrish, and that's how that happened. You know what I'm saying? They used to come over to the crib, or well, Eric and, and Redman. They used to be in my basement. You know what I mean? Like before we even had record deals, and, and everybody's just having fun with beats and music. I ended up remixing Rampage for EPMD. Another one I love. And then, um, and that's how I got the Jamal remix. The homies like Rock Wilder and Eric and Parrish and and Al B. You know, I, I met them all. You know what I'm saying? They were all cool, and I actually did a, a cookout for P one time. So take us through like uh, making a beat for you now, because I know like um, you're a big fan of the SP 1200 sampler. Yeah, are you still messing with that? Are you are you using NPCs or what's? How does Pete Rock make I'm a beat? On, I'm on the NPC now. I got a, like a billion beats on the SP. I've mastered that machine. You know what I'm saying? I'm on. I'm on. I'm on to the next thing. But people still use it. You know, it still gives you a great sound. Actually, better than all this new stuff that's out. You know, just go in the basement and, and manifest something. Ideas are always in my head. I'm, my mind is constantly a beat. <laughs> music, you know what I'm saying? I'm always thinking about beats and music. And When I'm in the studio, that's when I get in music mode. How much time do you spend making music every week? Um, I used to make a lot of beats a day back when I first started. I mean, a, a ridiculous amount of beats because all I did was stay in in my house doing that That's, <laughs> or I didn't come outside so but right now I'm probably making about six seven beats every other day incredible once I'm on I'm on so I try to make as much as I as possible for that day and then I quit and then you know start again and then the digging process then how do you go about finding your samples and things going to these record stores and being in there for hours getting dirty and sneezing and coughing <laughs> you learn to, to wear a mask now wear gloves because there's dust that you're dealing with you know what I mean I'm all over the world with it and a lot of the places that I go to some of the places are not too clean you know what I mean? <laughs> for real well that's why they call it dusty fingers in it where's your favorite place to dig um probably Japan Japan has bought the whole they, I think they bought yeah, in the world. I think they have... But you got to pay for it out there, too. Yeah, they, their prices is a little ridiculous. I mean, I, used to, I see vinyl there for, for sale for like five grand for one record, man. But it's something that's not going to be in your face every day. It's, it's crazy.
reminisce, I reminisce. Um, I know you're probably completely sick to death of talking about this, but you know, the, the, the split up with CL Smooth, like it, all we really got was sort of bits and pieces of information through the media, but it sort of seemed a little bit like they were trying to play you beefing quite heavily against each other, but what, what actually, could you just sort of break it down to hear, hear it directly it's from your mouth? pains in the game, and man. And you guys cool now? Or? Yeah, we all right. You know what I'm saying? It's just growing pains in the game, you know what I'm saying? Like... Not, I'm, I don't really like to elaborate and talk about it without him here or yeah. without him explaining his side of the story. Fair so enough. so I, I just say, look, man, you know, we were kids. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's what that's what it is when your mind is under mature. Yeah. You know, which we were all that way at one time in yeah. hip-hop. So, so uh, I don't know if you've heard, but Kanye West is headlining our uh, biggest festival, Glastonbury, and he's quoted as saying that he is the next... Pete Rock. What do you think about that, honestly? Kanye, Kanye's my boy, man. I ain't take no offense to that. Um, you know, because I'm still out here, you know what I'm saying? I'm still passionate. I'm still loving what I do. And when I heard him say that, I said, oh, man, my work didn't go in vain. That's, you know what I'm saying? He, he didn't have to say anything about me. Because then I would have been offended. Like, man, <laughs> you're rapping and you, you're talking all this about you, 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 but you're not... Mentioning the forefathers. <laughs> there you go. Mm, so who have you been working with recently, then? Um, recently, who I have a, a list that I'm gonna work with, but I can't really say it. Yet yes, you can. Bad. It's amongst it's friends. To, to, to say something that didn't happen yet, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I just want to pray on it and make sure it happens. I won't tell anybody. You can tell me it's cool. Can I make a, I make a special request that you do a, a collaborative album with Joey Bados? Oh, that, that, I mean, we've done something before, we, but we, it was just a test. Mm. It was a good record, but we we never used it. But I'm a fan, so I would I would probably yeah. work with him. Yeah. 100%. I like Schoolboy Q, and I like Kendrick, yeah. and I like Absol. Mm. And I'm, I know they're all from the same clique, yeah, yeah. but they're dope. And producers-wise, actually, who are you feeling? Oh, man. Dilla, Alchemist, Premier, Knotts. Because you, you and Primo, you have done a lot of tours together. Mm-hmm. Um, you do that sort of whole versus thing as well. Mm-hmm. How heated does it get between you guys? Two absolute heavyweight <laughs> legends. Stop beating up Primo. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he said to me about you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's cool. It's cool. We, we have fun. We're brothers, man. You yeah. know, we do, we do what we do, man. And it's all about the funk with us, man. We, we cool. come from a soulful, funky background. Because you met James Brown when you were like a kid, yeah? When I was seven years old. Wow. How was that? It was 19. 77 and boy i wasn't the same since man i think he passed along something through my hands in that, in that shake what did he say to you god bless me oh. and he i think he did <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. in that golden era was it all camaraderie between you and other producers when you think of an album like illmatic how you had large professor you Quiet. primo all doing that quietly we're going at each other in it, yeah, because it feels like you're sparring, but it's in a good way because you're kind of kicking each other up the arse. I'm secretly listening to what, what they're doing. I'm saying, I'm listening to Ain't Hard to Tell. I'm like, I'm listening to a Primo song. Like, I gotta, what am I do? And then I'm, I go in and I start picking through beats I already made. And when Nas came over, I kind of just was doing that, playing beats, playing beats, and then played that one. And he froze. And he was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was getting ready you know, change the beat. He was like, nah, the idea was was going. For what world is yours? Yeah. And then he said to me quietly, like, look, I want you to sing the hook. 
And I was like, nah. You want me to sing? Oh, I can't sing, bro. He's like, nah, I just want you to do it like this. Then he started doing it. Whose world is this? And I was just repeating it. I was like, oh, that's what you want? I said, all right, let me, let me see what, what it sounds like. But if I don't like it, don't do it. How do you feel about the state of radio in the US? I mean, the way it's just become so corporatized, it's quite different to what we experience here in Europe. Yeah, I, I, I like satellite radio. You know, it's just any and everything goes. You know, like your immediate local radio stations. You know what I'm saying? It's just gotten real, like, strict muzzle on your head, not letting your feelings, you know, express. And, and it, it's, it's nothing different, man. They they play this music, and it's, it's just like two minutes apart. They're they cramming this strip club music down your throat. It's only a few of it that I like. That shines through, but the younger cats like Kendrick, ASAP, Joey Badass, those people who have something to say that I listen to. We we actually need more MCs like them in the game, the Drakes, them type of dudes. So uh, so talking about radio, because you got on Miley Miles show when you were like sixteen or seventeen, something like DJing for that. Like was that? That was through Heavy D. That happened through my cousin Heavy D. Oh, you know, he's bragging to Molly yeah. about me. And um, Molly gave me a shot, man. That was the, one of the best moments of my life. Must you, know. be, you must have been the youngest person on radio for sure. Yeah, I was. I was. <laughs> I was. Yep, yep. And I was an understudy of like Red Alert, Chuck Chill Out, Molly. I loved radio. I was into the DJs. Frankie Crocker, Ken Spiderweb, Shep Pettibone, Timmy Regisford. You know, guys that who really put it down in the 80s on radio. And um, I, I took that format a little bit and applied it to what I do in music and DJing. You shouted out a lot of important names there. What's, why is it important to acknowledge the people who have gone before us? It's just a natural thing you're supposed to do. You know? Why, though? Because I feel like there's a lot of kids now who there's a complete disconnect happening there. Because those same people inspired me. And uh, you're not supposed to really forget the people who instilled, you know, what they did with their work into you. You know, I have kids now, 9 and 16, that listen to my music and listen to the radio you know, I just kind of teach them about hip-hop in the 80s, like Eric B's and Rakim's and Nice and Smooth's, Gangstar, all kind of greatness that happened then. And even talk to them about the earlier days before that. Bambada, Cool Herc, those guys were very important to the culture. They had a big hand in it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel the counter-brainwashing is important, you know, for the kids because it's well, kind of like they're just getting one channel of information. Brainwash the kids with the realness. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, because what hip-hop has gotten so big, you can pick and choose what you like. Commercial radio comes with the territory. It's cool to do maybe one or two songs like that, but you're supposed to make music from the heart, you know what I'm saying? For real. And so what kind of sound is it that we're going to be hearing on the peach instrumentals too is it still that classic same pete one, sound same as one but it's just two just difference just a, you know a little bit of a difference but it's still a, it's a continuation so you haven't gone down some trap route or something no not yet I've thank you thank you left right just stay right there okay because yeah, right. we all appreciate it and we need that goodness how do you feel about the whole trap movement and everything to teachers on I, I, no disrespect but you know we have, we're entitled to our opinions. So I say, you know, I, I, I pass on the strip club music. <laughs> but some of, the, some of the southern rappers I like, like Ludacris and Outkast. I wouldn't even categorize that. I don't even see them as necessarily being yeah, anything spit, to do a trap. They, they have something to say. They're spitting. 
and T.I. too. T.I. Mm-hmm. T.I. is dope. And, um, you know, Rick Ross, you know, these, these guys, are, they do their thing. Trap is something, it's just a part of hip-hop now. You can choose to like it or not, you know what I mean? But, you know, you have spectrums of hip-hop now, you know what I mean? And realness is where I'd like to be. Do you differentiate between rap and hip-hop? Yeah. Why and how? Well, rap to me is the trap, you know, that type of stuff. That's rap. Hip-hop is, is MCs and cats who have something to say. Are you, uh, are you playing um, many live instruments on Peach Metals too? Uh, yeah, I mean, I play bass. I make up all my bass lines, and I'm, uh, I'm a musician. So maybe we can look forward to a Pete Rock band in the future. Yeah, yeah, of course, definitely. And I'm going uh, to put the funkiest band ever together. Yes. Great air for that. Um, you've kind of already answered this uh, question, but if you were to make uh, Pete Strumentals 2 again, and you had to have, well, obviously it wouldn't be called Pete Strumentals yeah, yeah. if you had MCs well, on it, but who would you have on it? You know what? That may happen. That may happen. I'm just going to drop the instrumental first and do a vocal album of Pete Strumentals too. And then grab up some guys and, and, and uh, <laughs> make, some, make the songs. You know what I'm saying? Back to MCs, but basically from this side of the pond now, are you aware of the sort of new stable of MCs or even just MCs I, in general, like UK MCs? I am. I am. I, am. I just bad with names. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I, but I, listen, I listen to the music and I like it. You know what I mean? So, you know, they, you can hear the passion and, uh, and the love of the culture. Mm. You can definitely hear it. And, and it moves me to see people from abroad loving what we started in New York. You know what I mean? You seem like definitely someone that is always trying to look outside of the box of what can I do now, what can I do this, stretch this, stretch that. Is there anything that you haven't done yet musically that you would like to do? Yeah, yeah definitely. Probably some, ED, probably some EDM. I love challenges, you know. So I, I believe I could do anything, but I would, I would definitely try something like that or just anything else that's dope, that uh, that'll sound good and different. You sing on the EDM track? <laughs> It, maybe if I'm uh, maybe if I'm like you know drunk or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, you know, hear dope beat and go in there and just play around. <laughs> but I'm working, I'm working. So Always look working. forward to a lot of Pete Rock coming. It's that classic Pete Rock sound. This cut is called Heaven and Earth, taken from. Pete Strumentals Volume 2, which is going to be dropping at the end of this month. And of course, just then you were listening to myself, Hugh, and Michael Payne speaking to the main man uh, before his show in London. He's on tour in the UK at the moment with Della Soul. That was so much fun. Awesome, mate. Can I just say as well, Sarah Love, absolutely stellar job when cutting that all together. <laughs> no. Absolutely, man. It was epic. Well done. Well done. No, that's yes, unimportant. On, but how yourself. did it feel? Meet, how did you enjoy meeting and speaking to Pete Rock, Hugh? Man, like straight up and down. That's kind of like some bucket list stuff, you know what I mean? It Aww. really is. To come across someone like that, as legendary, as seminal as, as Pete Rock, it's like, I'm just like, wow, you know what I mean? Wow, which is incredible. And you know, incredible. I think I think you get a lot of people on that level of achievement who really struggle to sound humble. They're really trying. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah it's they're, true. They're really trying to sound humble. And it, like, it, it, listening to that, it just sounded like effortless. It's not, it's not even an issue. The guy, mm. is, the guy is born humble. I think... With a lot of those guys, you know, I mean, he's a, he's a fortunate person in in some ways, uh, fortunate artist because everybody knows a Pete Rock beat. Mm. There's a lot of producers I'm sure he understands. You never know who they are. Like they're just they're just there behind the behind the curtain, so to speak. And I think he recognizes that and he doesn't see himself as being anything above that, despite the fact that he's made songs that define 
his genre. And yeah. we were just you know talking about really, I think a lot of that comes from the area that he's from, which yeah, is all so. about being, you know, us policing each other as a community rather than us trying to bow down to the industry. That's how you end up crafting, you know, your signature sound like DJ Premier yeah. or Pete Rock. And you become I, an icon, you know, iconic mm. level um, producer. And these were the producers who let the rapper say if he wanted to somewhere in the track, they'll give a little shout out to uh, Primo, what a, <laughs> good looking for the beat or whatever. But they would never shout their own name on the you know what I'm saying like I think Posta News said it on a track a couple years ago these producers saying their their own name all over the beat it's it lacks class what, you know like, what I'm saying Batman's cool fucking dead it's like okay stop now please make him stop no but seriously I, I want to send a shout out to everybody who was at the um, Pete Rock show at Proud Galleries in um, Camden last week cause, and also at um, the Homeboy Sandman show at Jazz Cafe the same evening because it was just ill to see how hip hop properly repped at the Pete Rock show day lol were in the place to be shout out to Sevan who helped make the whole thing happen you also have Frank Ocean just chilling in the crowd like front row <laughs> to play, uh, you know, he wasn't missing missing the trick. So it was just very cool to see so many young people. As well. yeah. I really sound old now, don't yeah. I? But no, it was a real young crowd, like in a packed yeah. house and hip hop fully reps. So salutes to all of you in London who made it out to there as well. And there's lots of good um, hip hop shows coming up. In fact, mm. this week um, uh, Thursday, you've got a uh, Wu Tang on in London at Brixton Academy. Yeah. They're doing a tour across the UK. So uh, make sure you check out the the dates. I don't know how many of them are actually going to be. Uh, no one ever knows. It's, it's, it might just be Rizza. It yeah. might just might just be you, God. It's oh, just going to be you, God, doing just, the solo just tour. You, just you, God, Capadonna, and the Wu Tang Killer Bees. People be like, oh, oh, come on, man. No, but I'd just be like, oh, bless them. Bless you them. seriously never know, though. You absolutely you never know. Never know, never know. Yeah, but that's part of the fun of going to the Wu Tang show, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? And they're also, I'm going to be DJing at Park Life Festival in Manchester oh, on Sunday, no. too, who um, Nas is performing yeah. there, Wu Tang are performing there, Mad Lib as well. So that if you're in the Manchester area, uh, make sure you make it out because that sounds like it'll be super funky fly. Can't wait to see all my Manchester mandem. And um, next Wednesday, I'm DJing at Oslo in Hackney with the lady Sinead Harnett. So come through to that. If you mm. are tuned in halfway through the interview, make sure you check back at Fubar Radio and listen to the podcast yeah, get the on podcast. iTunes. That Pete Rock interview is definitely worth. That's yeah. one to download and keep. Seriously, that was a really nice intimate was, chat we amazing, had with him, wasn't, wasn't it? it? Yeah, absolutely. And, and Nas is doing a solo show next week as well. Is he? Yeah, he's doing. Yeah, solo that's show. Yeah. Uh, Roundhouse. Yeah, yeah house, I remember yeah. you were going to oh, get me a hookup for that. Yeah, I do have the hookup. <laughs> so you know right. our friendship what, what is, is over. You know, it's on the twentieth. Okay, we can talk so about this So our friendship is on the yeah. line here. Doc. <laughs> Yes, no, hook it up, B. But yeah, speaking of Wu Tang, I thought let's let's hear some Wu Tang flavor. And um, another producer, I think, who's like really important to the signature of hip hop, RZA. So here's a classic for you. You're tuned into Foo Bar Radio with Sarah, Hugh, and Doc Two. Remember, coming up soon, we've got Doc rapping about all kinds of goodies, and we want to know what this week made you say, "Are you taking the piss?" So keep it locked. Certified classics oh, on yeah. Fubar Radio yeah. for you. They all they had all the best uh, acronyms as well, didn't they, Wu Tang? 
Like, cash rules everything around me is, is genius. Yeah. You, sometimes you get those really the ones that it's a, it's a struggle. Yeah. And like they've missed out words. Like, what happened to that word? Oh, well, it didn't really work if I put in that word. But you know what I mean. But you know what I mean. Wu Tang, we usually take all niggas' garments. Yeah. That is so dope, man. They had the best acronyms. Yes, Wu Tang was what the, you were listening to there, Cream. And um, yeah, we it's all about repping the hip hop. I've got a, an, another ill Pete Rock tune to play for you guys nice. in a minute. But um, still to come before we're up out of here, we're going to be hearing from you guys to know what made you say are you taking the piss this yeah. week so make sure you get in touch with us at tuesdaydrive at foobarradio.com and also we have um, Doc putting together his wonderful yeah, special man. treat for us which I've really been missing Doc oh well thank you very much I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm getting there there's been so many suggestions it's been hard to pick one but I can see the standouts I mean some are standing out for all the wrong reasons I'm looking at you John Kelly Ebola <laughs> yeah, that's a bit too real for us. We like to keep it real, but maybe not that real. Subhand, shout out to Subhand for curry. Um, Athelia, botulism, which I, I had to look up. Uh, I was thinking, botulism? Oh, quite botulism, is that how it is? Yeah. I looked well, it up because I didn't know what it meant. I thought oh, this could be fun, like, you know, getting into a word that I don't know what it yeah. means and mm-hmm. describing it in the rap and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Then I realised it was like a slow, painful, terminal death. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks, Athelia, for really getting it. Yeah, well, I don't know. But, we need um, a cuddle. A bit, bit more uh, on the right wavelength, I think, was was probably Duncan Hogg, who's just written Weetabix. Um, I, li- I always liked stuff like that. Um, James <laughs> Wren, Alan Lee, who was an overweight striker for Crystal Palace a few years ago. Um, and it will shout out everybody who's coming. A cake. Mm. Nattington's put cake in, in, in capital letters. Hey! She's obviously very oh, you, serious you about that. Like, you like things like that, Doc. Because what <laughs> have we yeah. had in the past? We've had toenails and drawers. Yeah. We've had stuff. Um, yeah. What else was it? Uh, um, yeah, jacket potatoes once. Jacket potatoes. Didn't need to deliver one once. <laughs> yeah. Probably I'm did. <laughs> yeah, jacket potatoes yeah. was a, fa- a favourite. I, I like, I like, any yeah, jacket potatoes is always good. At the moment, Matt Spear is winning out, though. He's given us a great one. So I think... I think I'm going to stick with that. We'll see. We'll see how we get on with the writing. All right, Doc Brown's rap about anything it's coming, coming up. It's not too far. I'm looking forward to it. So yes, you, there's still time to get in touch with us. Even just for a shout out, I love hearing from you guys at Tuesday Drive at FubarRadio.com. You can also hit us on Twitter.com/slash/FubarRadio, and that goes for in between shows as well. Yeah, mm. and if you do want to send in some topics for rap about anything, please on on Twitter use the hashtag rap about anything because then I can just flick through them and I can see them all in one place. And on the show, you'll definitely get a shout out that way so I'm not scrolling through like all, all the honeys on my page <laughs> trying to get to you yeah alright peace peace <laughs> you know what I did see a funny video the other day actually of um, guys letting their guy friends read their message streams that they have with their girlfriends mm. But whether that would really um, work, and also That's switch an it, swapping piece. phones with your husband or or wife, how that would really go down? I'm not sure. It wouldn't go down. No, well. no, no. Yeah, with all the hip hop bunnies. An experienced individual. <laughs> that reminds me of a terrible game I came up when I, when I was younger called uh, Textual Tension, and you swap fo- you swap tension. phones with someone, and you're allowed to text anything you want to anyone on their phone as long as it's not a work colleague or an ex mm. or a family member. Oh my god! And then God. you just see how it goes. Wow. Oh it's my terrible. Wow. It's terrible. Don't recommend that. Yeah. <laughs> That's like heads on roll type business, yeah. isn't it? Um, but yeah, so coming up straight after this, we're going to hear about what this week has made you say, are you taking the piss yes. for real? But first... What we got? Still got time to get in touch too at Fubar oh. Radio. Tweet us. Check this out. I always love that with Pete Rock as well, how he has these little like, oh, yeah, little interlude at the yeah, yeah, sick, aren't they? end yeah. of the tracks too. My favourite one is the one with the English girls saying she's got some chocolate stuck in her throat. <laughs> <laughs>
You know the one I mean. I'm sorry, I it's can't some, remember some it. I need to listen back to that oh, again. Slacking, slacking. You're locked into Food Bar Radio. Of course, earlier we played the interview with the main man Pete Rock. So listen back to that if you missed out. You're tuned into Sarah Hugh and Doc Two. But now mm. is a very important part of the show because this show really it's all about you guys. It's about the community, and it's mm. this is the chance where you lot get to vent. You know, like, we all get quite frustrated and have faced all kinds of issues that mm. do our head in all week. But yeah. you know, now's the time where you can share, offload your problems. Mm. And I want to know, we need to know from you guys, what this week made you say... Are you taking the piss? Yeah. <laughs> I know there's there's endless things that we can each contribute oh, for this. No. <laughs> I, I always love these coming from you, Sarah, because you, you, you know, just generally a very positive person who she doesn't is, yeah. really get too angry, whatever, anyway. Unless so you getting pissed off is great. Yeah, it's, it's great. Fantastic. It's great. I do have quite a good one this week. Yes. But no, what, what about you, though, Hugh? No, no, you go, you go, you go. I want to hear, I want to hear. No, oh, OK, so I was on the tube. I know um, Doc is anti-tube because he's he's strictly about the two wheels mm. in the London roads. But yeah, I was on the tube the other week and then it was like kind of quite busy. So I thought, I'm not even going to bother sit down. So I was standing there. Then these two old guys, I mean, they look like maybe they were like late 70s. And one of them was disabled. Like he was clearly struggling to walk even just to get onto the train. Nobody stood up to offer their chair. Yeah, but yeah. was he pregnant though? No. <laughs> yeah, but did he have the badge on saying baby on board <laughs> You get me. So shut up, pal. Terrible. No, no, no. So I was just like, are you for real? And then I used my Brian Blessed voice and I said, oh, so nobody's going to offer a seat then wow, on the train. Don't, don't talk loudly on the tube. You I talk to people every it. single yeah. time I get on the tube. Jesus I talk to people. She stares at them. She offers them strawberries. Oh. Can I listen to what you can't listen to your headphones? <laughs> I do. <laughs> She's a crazy tube. I am. You don't want to, you don't want to be on the tube. Just on the circle line going <laughs> yeah. round and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting to hail people out. No, but I was disgraced. I thought really that was bad. disgraceful. That you know, so anyone on the tube, if you ain't offering a seat to someone who clearly needs it more than you do you are taking the piss because yeah. I'm sorry these guys and as soon as I said something I was like oh seriously no one's going to offer their chair I know it's been a long day but you know it would be nice to see someone offer you their seat wouldn't they and then he was just like oh well it's just nice talking to you now isn't it and then it was funny seeing everyone pretending that they were sleeping on the tube and then suddenly looking away and then at the next stop someone was like oh actually here, here you go but really are you taking the piss yeah, London yeah, sort it out right. man if we want the, this to be a nice place we need to change how we deal with each yeah. other in those kind of situation so fix up mm. that ain't right yeah. that ain't right that's messed up Doc how about you mate what's been happening well it's very hard to get pissed off when you spent two weeks on the beach <laughs> in Barbados other well, than if there's dad um, showing you yeah. up with their drones on, and on, GoPros. on Saturday I was I, I drove the kids up to uh, um, this monkey reserve on the, on the <laughs> north coast which was unbelievably good just these little green monkeys just going crazy, <laughs> going literally ape shoot. Yes. Uh, oh, thank you. And there was a there was a moment where we saw a tiny newborn, and we was just watching. Aww. I mean, you, it's it's a completely open reserve, so you can get right up close to the and monkeys. They can if be you lethal. Yeah. They can be crazy. Um, but you know how they like pick nits off of each other and stuff. And the mum was really <laughs> protective of her little newborn. And I said to the kids, "Hey, come and have a look at this. Have a look, it's amazing." And we were watching, the, and they were like, "Oh, it's so cute, it's so cute." It was t- so, and then these two sort of adolescent ones stood right in front, and we couldn't see past it. Like, oh, move! And they were doing the nitpicking thing. Like, <laughs> move those big ones. <laughs> see the cute one. Uh, and then, um, and then my six-year-old said, oh, "Daddy, what are they doing now?" And I looked, and um, <laughs> look. They were, one of them was picking nits out of the other one's asshole. Wow! But then it started doing it with his mouth. So it's just because they eat the nits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So he yeah, just yeah. started eating the nits so right out handling. of the, the monkey's ass. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's not really the taking the piss. Thing. I don't think those monkeys no, were taking the piss. No, but what was your explanation? <laughs> 
to the kids. You were I, just like, um, uh, do you want ice cream? I literally said, <laughs> ice cream. Do you want some chocolate ice cream? <laughs> I, we all saw it happen. There's no nothing to say really. Yeah. It was, <laughs> It was, it was annoying, but yeah, what was taking a piss was when I got back to the hotel. I realised that I missed the cup final. You know, I love my football, and um, I knew they had a channel, a sports channel on sixty three in the hotel where they repeat the games of the day. So I, I, I come in, I said to the, the bartender there, um, "Oh, brother, uh, you got the um, the sports channel? I, I missed missed the cup final. Um, is it is it going to be reshown this evening?" And he goes, "Yeah, man, Arsenal win four nil." Oh! Are you, are you no! honestly? Oh, no! Bro, are you really gonna go there? <laughs> no, I missed Blessing. the game, bro. I want to watch the repeat. What are you playing? Blessing, oh, he had no all. clue. It's he obviously all. wasn't a football head. win four nil. Are you taking the piss? <laughs> you're right, buddy. Oh. You're right, buddy. Yeah, that ain't right. Oh, not all right. Oh, with a smile on it. Not all right now. Country motherfucker. Watch that game. Killed it, mate. That is hilarious. I got a really bad one this week, actually. I'm not even going to actually repeat what what it was posted on Facebook but somebody that I had known for a really really long time posted something like like a really really homophobic slur oh, and I was wow. just like what wow what have you ever heard delete. Talk like that before delete never never wow. and it was so I didn't even like message him and go what the fuck are you talking about like you know this is crazy was I just deleted it here? yeah he was actually <laughs> I deleted him do you know what and then I po- I posted it like I called him out on Facebook as well posted him I was just like da 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 can't believe this dickhead just delete and like straight away within like 10 minutes I had like 200 likes and people were like what an arsehole what an arsehole mate are you taking the piss what did he think did he know that it was like out of order what he was saying or was he just like oblivious do you reckon I don't know I didn't even care to find out that's, even if he's like oh it's just a joke that's not a joke yeah. that's it's just crazy terrible, how man. people don't think about what they're writing online are you know? taking yeah. the piss my, yeah. my, my Jewish comedian friend Josh Howie texted me a, a couple of weeks ago saying uh, oh bruv like I just heard some some rap tune on, on the radio um, with you on it and like they're, they're cussing Jews on it as some anti-Semitic shit on it with you like, on it you like, I was like bruv <laughs> like, if that was up. ever a song like I was I wouldn't have let that happen yeah. and he was like well it happened bruv like what's what's going on Mm-mm. and then later on he texted he I said what's the name of the tune he goes I don't know I'm going to find out and then later on he texted me he goes yeah it's this tune with you and some guy called Young Gun and, and another rapper called Devise <laughs> And, and he, he says something about the there's, crates, no, there's, no, there's no Jews on my list. What the hell is that supposed to mean? And I just texted back, <laughs> creasing. So, no, like, he says, there's no, I don't need any jewels on my wrist to show who's the lightest. <laughs> and I'm pretty Why sure that dude is Jewish as well, bro. You know what, though? I rate him. him. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm just going to go back in my hole now. <laughs> just don't mind me. I rate him for like bringing it to you straight, though, being mm. like, listen, yeah, I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, I respect standard, that. Fair play. Yeah. <laughs> That is funny though. We I'm the got, worst with deciphering the Now we got tons coming through. Oh, tons yeah, Come on, people. We love hearing yeah, from you uh, lot. What so vent for us? What has been making the food bar listeners say? Are you taking the piss? Well, Sophie from Croydon has posted, it's not very good for radio, but she's posted a picture of an absolute <laughs> shit fest at Croydon Station uh, this morning. And she's just As quite silly. Feces. I was pissed off when I got to the station and saw this. <laughs> what is it? I can't see Check it out. It's literally a picture of. It's like a it's a thousand people squashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's horrific. That ain't right. That ain't That's right. That's like could turn into life or death kind of scenarios, oh. man. It's very descriptive that that message because she said she was pissed off when she got to the station and saw this when she got to the station <laughs> this morning. Well, I was just reading something. <laughs> I in think the it m- happened at the station. I'm not sure. She put a picture of a station. Just Train services. Sure. Are you taking the piss? Sometimes I was reading Sometimes. a uh, this little article in uh, in the metro today in the metro this morning where a lady was um, she paid for three hour parking at a at a, a shopping centre. 
Um, she was in there for about 40 minutes and then came out and there was such a bad traffic jam trying to get out mm. of this thing that she was there for two and a half, over two and a half hours um, so her parking had run out and then she got fined 70 quid from the parking people. <laughs> she was like, what? Are you, are you, are you taking a piss? Are you taking are you a piss? Taking that? No, you know what though, apparently only if it says PCN are you actually legally obligated to um, pay it. Because though the, there's you have independent companies really? that yeah that like I, win I these private car parks mm. where they will put a ticket on your car and then imply that you're ob- obligated to to pay and uh, but you can actually challenge them in court. There's no legal. Yeah, oh they're really bad too. It's like but security it's guards and cops. Security guards or you, you know bailiffs, oh. bailiffs. <laughs> like that is the, a pretty low they're job to do, man. Here yeah, we go. Sorry, we got Are you taking the piss? Tons more. Tons more. Uh, and Rob from Newham says, I dropped my phone down the toilet this morning. Now it's taking a piss. And now my phone actually smells of piss. Are you taking the piss? He is. He's taking the Rob. piss with him everywhere he goes now as his phone slowly <laughs> leaks it out into he's his broadcasting pants. broadcasting the piss. Oh, he's yeah. going to have a little piss stain in his pants. It's going to be all sorts of terrible <laughs> things. Some lighter-related piss-taking here. What's this one? Yeah, here we go. I need you speaking into the front. Oh, I've lost my favourite lighter. <laughs> had a picture of a cat on it. <laughs> I'm distraught. Are you taking a piss? <laughs> My smoking heavy is taking a piss. <laughs> Stan, thank you, Stan and Coulson. Stan, respect to you and everything, but maybe just get out more, dude. Mm. Like, just get out more, then you'll have less emotional attachment to the lighter. But I had a picture of a cat. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, cats aren't cute, aren't they? Lynn Shout out Harangay to my cat, Tiger. says, There was no peanut butter left in the jar this morning for me toast. Are you taking a piece? Especially especially because Lou lives alone. Yeah, Lou, Lou lives alone too. Your own life. Yeah. Can I when say Lou? Replace Lou. Big up to Haringey. It's all about representing Haringey. The Haringey ladder. Haringey <laughs> blood. There you go, Pat and Ham. Pat and Ham, right? <laughs> Pat and Ham. And big up everybody in Ham. All the hamsters. <laughs> I tried to get off this morning, and two chiefs wouldn't wait for me to get off and push their way on. I was so pissed off. You were trying to get yourself off? What were you doing? She didn't actually specify. <laughs> what was I getting off here? Using the word I was yeah, about yeah. to say, Doc, that was so yeah. long since yeah. I heard that. Yeah. That's Pat so our generation. Uh, I'd you be amazed. Londoners of our generation. Chief. Chief. Love that. They could. They just could Could be about anything at all. It could be about anything. She could have been in bed. Could have been in bed this morning trying to get off and then two chiefs. Where did they come from? What the hell? Push their way in. I've got to stop going to bed with a mask over my face and wake up in all these terrible situations. Stop sleeping with chiefs. (laughs) Here we go, last one. From Tex in Blackheath, who says, I fancied a whippy earlier. A whippy. (laughs) But if I scream van, it's already driven by by the time I get there. I need me a 99. Are you taking a piss? Taking a fucking there's quite a lot of beef for ice cream men out there, isn't it? Yeah. We've heard about people's gripes with ice cream men quite often. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely would, that though. If, if you had, if you had a van, you definitely like drive as far as you could and keep the kids running just for a little bit longer, a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, just drive yeah. one more keep block. They'll keep running one more block. You know, blatantly they're doing one that just block. to bring some, okay, you know, bright, bright know. highlights to their day, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, are you taking the? I love hearing what oh, no, the, the food bar, an insight into the minds of the food bar listeners. <laughs> really and is. you can hit us up in between shows as well at Tuesday Drive at foodbarradio.com. You know, you can vent even when we're not on air. Yeah. Are they air day? 
<laughs> but now we have another very special part of the show that you know I've been longing for over the last oh, few weeks. Is it six so weeks you've been away? I think it's six weeks, man. That's disgraceful. Okay, first of all, we got to sort out your mic situation. Are you talking to the front of the mic, Doc? <laughs> I'm not I'm convinced you are. You are like, taking the piss of your mic tag. placement. Are you I'm taking the piss? Trying to talk into that. No, no, no. You need to. Where's the logo? Okay. There's no logo. It's just like a little bit of white tape. I'm guessing that means the front. You know, maybe just turn the me the fuck up. The t- I can't turn you any louder. That's what no, I'm no, saying. No, 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 you're on the wrong channel. One. Why don't you rap into this one? No, wrong no, channel. no, that's not you. That's, that's him, guess two. No, but it's, it's been t- you've got your talk. Where the fuck is Ali? That is, that is. That's oh, it. hey. There it is. Are you on the the front of it? Okay. Just, anyway, I, I, the reason we need to get this right. I'm not a techie. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> a man. You don't press buttons. With, with words, the power of words, and the power of love. Oh, Lovely words. <laughs> Lovely words. Oh, nice. But it's that point of the show where we get Doc to rap about anything. Is, we ask you is. guys to pick a subject mm. that you want to hear Doc represent. Mm. And so, um, this and thank week, what you so is much the, to who everybody. is it from and what did you pick? What well, is the I, subject? Ha- I had to go with Matt Spear, at Matt Spear on Twitter, because, I mean, he just gets it, man. He's just put shoehorns and gravy boats. Which oh. is just that just sounds poetic. Do you know what I mean? I thought you were going to go with thrush. Isn't that what you that Thrush was scary. tempting. Shout out thrush. Yeah. Shout out all the terminal shout diseases. Out <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out all the terminal thrush. diseases we've had. That's one of the biggest and, shout and, outs and, of and the, the genital related. Big up my cranberry well. juice drinker. Used in fortune and hair. He's drinking that cran cran. Yo. So it's Fubar Radio with Sarah Hugh and Doc Two. And right now. She wants gravy boats, bitch. We're going to get Doc to Shout out to Matt Spear, that's clear Giving two underappreciated topics for a rap here Maybe I'll be proved wrong But first off, can we show a little love to the shoehorn? How you gonna get them tight shoes on when you're going to a wedding? Maybe somewhere in Reading, struggling to get into them hard leather shits Tugging at the tongue and the heel, ripping up your fingertips Buy a little shoehorn and your sweet shits like a playground slide for your feet Plus they got them really long ones now Pimped out, you ain't even gotta bend down Dog life! But you know that ain't enough, right? There's another topic that I gotta touch, right? Big up Matt Spear, cause it's very plain he knows the importance of a motherfucking gravy boat Bruv, you can't just pour from a jug Or from a pan, man, that gets no love It's a Sunday, top roast munch Have some goddamn respect for your lunch Go and grab the only boat that can't sink Fill that shit with gravy that is good enough to drink Hold it in your hand and you move like a king Bone China, it's a beautiful thing Shoehorns and gravy boats Both yeah. dope Shoehorns and gravy boats Both dope Shoehorns oh. and gravy boats Both dope Both dope <laughs> Go shout Matt yes. Spear at Matt Spear on Twitter if you want your own rap about anything hashtag rap about anything hit me up at docbrown88 or at Fubar Radio on Twitter or email us at the studio at foobarradio.com we're always here always even when we're not on air Absolutely. we're like hiding under the Looking desk out. listening to the other shows <laughs> so stalking keep, the other presenters keep, on the keep your correspondence did you say hiding through. under the desk or our vests both yeah both vest yeah. and under a vest yeah, yeah let's not be specific no, like the no. with the <laughs> big, 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 getting on and getting off oh it's good to have you back yeah, it's, oh, it's be good back. to have you back thank you right thank you that was jolly good oh jolly good show jolly good the show thug life <laughs> truly thugged out lifestyles mm. no thank you very much see y'all next week yes yeah. you we know you. it's all about you guys on this show so cannot wait to be next week we've had some ill guests these yeah, last man. couple oh, weeks man, so you're crazy. gonna have to just keep locked to twitter.com slash foobar radio see who's next 
in the hot seat. Mm. Make sure you make it out to these ill hip hop shows happening this week as well yeah. across the country. It's all about Park Life Festival in Manchester on Sunday, Wu Tang Clan in London on Thursday night. Ooh, oh my geez. goodness, yeah. they're coming to a town near you. And that's a wrap from Sarah Hugh and Doc Two. Love you. Bye. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.